0: how is everybody doing this is sit down with sniper this is going to be episode one i'm actually here with my guy pete he uh graced me and was going to jump on my first episode um (laughs) so if if nobody knows i've actually met pete through the doodles and through cool cat um, me and him actually did a trade where, uh, we traded some doodles for a cool cat and, uh, he got me my second cool cat. So big shout out to him for that. Um, is there anything you want to let the people know about yourself before we, uh, hop into some questions?
1: No. Hey, Sniper. Thanks for having me. Um, I just, I've been in the NFT space a little bit here. Uh, and like he's mentioned, uh, we met through cool cats and doodles, um, two great communities. So happy to be here today.
0: And we appreciate it. And I mean, that's what we're honestly going to talk about first, man. Doodles has been having this this bull run like crazy. I know when they first dropped, people were a little skeptical about the white list, but I think people saw past that pretty quick. And they were sitting at one, maybe a little bit under one E for a while. And now they're at like, what, 3.3 or something like that? It's been wild.
1: Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's been kind of nuts. And Seeing this price action so early on for a project's definitely different, but I think the the environment for NFTs has changed quite a bit since like the Cool Cat days and the Board Eight starts. Um, just really, it's there's been so much so much growth in users, uh, so floors tend to move quite faster now. So really interesting to see with that project, and um, obviously very exciting uh, in the short term right now.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm I'm looking at the Doodles right now on OpenSea, and they're at like. 3.7 so it's wild to see. and wow. i think someone said earlier um don't want to don't want to say anything incorrect but looking through the doodles discord seems like there was a lot of action today i know um there was a big sale i saw someone sold a golden ape for about 80 eth that's a huge sell. and that's i've been cool. seeing a lot of doodles go above floor too so that's been interesting to see
1: yeah, a lot of activity. There's uh, a couple of big names out there investing now too. Go West BTC uh, bought a bunch of doodles today, uh, including, you know, so a, a couple of my rare doodles uh, here and there, um, but really, really cool sustainable um, growth right now, at least for like the past few days. So interesting to see where this goes and if there's going to be any correction anytime soon.
0: Are they the ones that did the 200 ETH buy for the doodles? I think I've seen either them or Pranksy did something like that today.
1: Yeah, not entirely sure on that, but I know they had a lot of a lot of big buys um and a lot of big names getting involved, so very exciting. I mean, not only
0: doodles, I mean we gotta we gotta also mention the cool catch. I think that's two yeah. that's one community that I mean we both come from. They've been doing they've been doing pretty good. I know they have a, a town hall today, which will be coming around I think five R time. So I'm really interested to see what that's gonna be about today.
1: Yeah, for sure. I think, I mean, Cool Cat's another amazing project. I think they have just so much future potential as well, too. So exciting to see where that goes. It's been a little bit more quiet uh, on the short term selling side of it uh, with the floor not moving necessarily as fast. But again, these are higher priced assets, so it's going to take a little bit longer for, you know, the floor to swing or do any crazy swings. But I think they have a very bright future for the Cool Cats. So excited about that community and um, very interested to see where they'll take off to
0: yeah i was gonna ask you are you looking forward to anything i know we got the we got the milk we got the gold coming we got the cool pets coming i mean there's a we just had the airdrop for i believe the um people who did the carving for the pumpkins
1: yeah absolutely i think there's so much coming down the pipe for cool cats and i think probably the most slept on thing i'm the most excited about is paper cats and particularly because that's going to introduce so many new people to the ecosystem right so like You've got moderately expensive assets with the Cool Cats, and probably the pets will be expensive too. Um, but we can open the door to so many more people through Cool Cats, um, and more people ultimately generates more demand for the Cool Cats ecosystem. Um, so I think there's a huge future for Cool Cats. We're hopefully going to onboard a lot more people, and kind of like a family-friendly, happy, easy way to NFTs. Um, and you know, once once you're onboarded through Cool Cats, you're going kind to of hopefully stick around. Uh, and that'll build up the ecosystem pretty good. So very excited about the future of Cool Cats.
0: Yeah, man, it's. I mean, Cool Cats is is where I started, so I'm I'm super biased, super bullish on the Cool Cats. But no, it, it's been a a great run for them. They've been. You go in the server, it's super loving. The whole team is there, twenty four seven. I mean, it's. I feel like it's one of the few servers where. I mean, yeah, you have Tom, Link, uh, Evan, and Klein, and they're super busy, but almost any time you can go in there one of them will respond you know if they're not slammed with work and it's just super cool to see the people that have built this big um project still interacting with everyone you know they don't think that they're too above anyone else Uh, and tom he's always on twitter trying to help out other devs and like you said the paper cats is going to be not only revolutionary for the buyer side but i believe tom said for like the developer side as well to help people understand um, let's say the rarity factor or the the supply and demand so i mean it's pretty good man i love it over there man i I couldn't be any happier
1: yeah absolutely the team is just it's it's so different fundamentally uh, they have a different perspective than you know most nft projects and it's clear that they're out for the interest of the holders Um, and even if some of the updates and developments take longer than other projects if anything, that should show you that they're willing to put more time in to help us rather than kind of get in, get out mentality, which I think is, you know, obviously really good for the long term um, and something that you want to be involved with uh, in an NFT project.
0: Hundred percent, hundred percent, and that actually like one <clears throat> makes me want to talk about the the next topic would be what are your thoughts really on like the rugs and the scams not not nobody particularly just how it's evolved because for me personally i started back i would say really in in discord servers in july and i mean maybe it was just me or i wasn't in a bunch of servers but i didn't see as many people um scamming servers i didn't see as many rugs happening uh did you maybe like what were your thoughts on the on the rugs now
1: yeah, so that's a, it's a really interesting thing that's been developing. And I think as we see more and more users onboarded to NFTs, you're going to expect that to kind of grow exponentially with it as well, especially since there's such a, a monetary incentive for a scammer right now. Uh, but I think that's with any innovative technology, right? So like, I think the first wave of the internet, there was a lot of scams getting pushed through. Like on eBay, you could try to buy an Xbox, they send you a box of rocks, right? So like scams evolve over time. I think right now, uh, it's just a huge focus because the monetary implications are tend to be really large um, because they can access your wallet, they can get all of your assets. But I think that's primarily why it's growing over time. And I think that's something that web 2 platforms like Discord um, and other online websites are gonna have to learn to live with and you know, build around it. So hopefully there'll be some more checks and balances going forward so that, you know, new users and stuff don't get scammed and I think kind of the whole space will evolve with it.
0: I, I agree let me turn that phone off i agree 100 it's it's been something because i've been on twitter and i'll see at least i feel like almost once a day now someone will either get their wallet drained or it'll be in a server and all of a sudden it just goes to complete zero or someone running a token and it's not what it claims to be so for a lot of people listening if if you are listening please do your own research i mean you can always listen to friends. I mean, friends can help you out, but at the end of the day, you got to go look because there's, I've seen too many people fall victim to it of them just believing what the next person says or even believing the influencer who, I mean, just because someone has hundreds of thousands of followers or might have a lot of money does not mean that they're in it for the right reasons. I can't stress that enough, but yeah. You know, it, it is what it is. I think, like you said, it's it's always going to evolve. It's going to become more and more. As the money piles into this, we'll see more people trying to scam. I mean, that <laughs> that's funny because one of the topics that I had was, it's called the, the NFT base site. Now, I don't know if you've heard about this or if anybody's been doing research on this, but there's an Australian uh, artist, and I guess he's a programmer, but he goes by the name Jeffrey Huntley and he created this thing called the nft bay and basically what it is it's a new torrent site and i'm not condoning anyone to use this i just thought it was wild that uh someone made a site where anyone can download 15 terabytes of jpegs from one single source like that's so wild to me
1: yeah yeah uh, that's 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 nuts and is it kind of like an anti-nft play is that ultimately what the goal of that website is yeah um i
0: think it's more or less for the people with the mindset of the like the right click save like oh i can just have but that's what i was trying to tell people like when it comes to the to the right click save thing like okay if if you really want to own that picture like i guess it's one thing but the whole point of it is is if you right click save my cool cat You're not in the community. Mm -hmm. You're not going to these meetups. You can't even sell it. So I never really understood the the mindset. I do get what people mean by it. But at the end of the day, man, I mean, if you're out here just buying it for the art, you can find cheap stuff. You can go on Solana. You can go on Ethereum and find things that aren't $30,000, $40,000. But I mean, I I get it.
1: And I, I think I think the mindset they're just still stuck in the Web two mindset, right? So like Web yeah. one was originally just you know reading. Like you can go on, you can read a magazine. Web two became read and write, um, but Web three is really now read, write, and ownership. Ownership's that third key that that really changes the game for Web three. Um, and and that those those people still don't kind of grasp the aspect of ownership and digital ownership. Um, and that just kind of honestly websites like this that pop up just. Remind me how early we are, because not everybody still has that full grasp on it yet.
0: There's so many people that don't under, like, that's what I try to, like, break my friends into that mindset. I'm like, this picture of this cool cat, because I have stickers, and I usually have it on my phone, and a lot of people end up asking me, like, hey, what is that? And I try to tell my friends, like, at the end of the day, like, "It's it's not me, but, like, I can use this as representation for me. And that's kind of like what I do use it for. People know me as, as my profile picture and stuff like that. But like I was telling my friends, even in New York, whenever they were putting the cats on the billboard, like people were really proud and really took pride in that because that's them. They can say they own that and it is in New York. Like it's, it's a cool thing. And I think once people realize like, Hey, you have ownership of this picture it's much more than a picture Uh, even with cool cats with the games the tokens um anything i think people will really start to see the web 3 is revolutionary because i mean even in kentucky where i'm at i've only met one person uh in the cool cats and me and him have talked about it numerous times we've never met anybody in this state that knows what a cool cat is that i have a couple friends that know what an nft are but they've never bought one so I think we're super early in that aspect, man. It's crazy. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And I, I think it's it's a it's a paradigm shift that needs to happen. And a lot of people, like we grew up in a copy paste environment, right? You could copy a picture, send it to anybody. You can save uh, an Excel yeah. doc or whatever you need to do, save it off in multiple copies. And that's kind of you know the environment that we've developed around the internet right now. But that's not entirely what blockchain is about. So anybody that kind of still get stuck in the whole right click save thought process just isn't quite doesn't fully understand what web3 has uh, in the future so very interesting
0: when did you get started with nfts did you just recently jump in or have you were you into like crypto before nfts
1: yeah, so I, I've always liked finance and I've liked investing in alternative finance as well. Um, so mainly my, my doorway was through crypto, um, but I didn't enter the NFT space um, till very recently. I'd say like most, most of the people um, in Cool Cats a little bit more recently. Um, so I think the thing that really changed it for me was I was listening to a Bankless episode on mimetic desire um, and the, the concept that humans are imitative creatures and we want to mimic the desires of others is really when it, it clicked for me and I knew that NFTs were gonna be the next big thing, right? So like, if you see a celebrity that you've looked up to forever, change your profile picture to an NFT, you're instantly like, at a subconscious level, you're already gonna to wanna to invest in NFTs, whether it be that project specifically, or you might wanna start learning about NFTs in general because this person you looked up to, you know, just bought one, they're using it as a profile picture and now you kind of want to. Big part of it. You know, it's kind of like too. So that's really what got me interested.
0: Probably in go start looking at lazy I, lines and be like, okay, let me at least, you know, give these a look. So
1: <laughs> Right. Yeah. And I think yeah, it's so deeply ingrained in our human nature for that to happen. I think Ultimately, everyone will, will migrate to NFTs, you know, in some sort of aspect, you know, whether it be a profile picture or you have, you know, your own uh, digital wallet that has, you know, a gallery in it or something like that. Um, so that's what got me very interested in NFTs. And I think there's just so much more growth to happen, especially since we're still having the, the right click save argument.
0: And, and, and you talk about these celebrities. That brings a good point to just recently. I'm sure you've seen because it was a big thing. We got people like Jimmy Fallon, um, who was it? Post Malone, who, excuse me, just recently put Bored Ape Yacht Club. I believe he put two of them in his music video with The Weeknd. That was like huge, man. I, I don't know. I'm not saying BAYC endorsed that or, or paid for it, asked him. But that is cool i don't care. i don't own bayc i'm not biased i thought that was the coolest thing ever especially if he did it on his on his own being he was just like yo like i'm gonna put this in the music video i think people would like it even if they paid him it's still a cool thing to see i don't care i thought it was super amazing did you, yeah, did you
1: have the to see the news about that yeah absolutely i thought that was that was great and i think for an artist like Post Malone too, and Jimmy Fallon, typically those are those guys are you know really well liked um, amongst yeah. their communities. I think I, I don't know of anyone that like dislikes Jimmy Fallon. So I think I that Post Malone, yeah right. So I think those two were such big buys, um, and it just ignites that that FOMO inside of us or that interest to learn about these um, these projects or NFTs. Uh, and I I can only see it. Continuing to compound over time too, so I think that project's going to do phenomenal. I don't have one per, uh, personally, but I think it's going to do amazing in the future. Um, and you know, once one rapper joins, then you know the other rappers that like Post Malone you are going to want to get one too. Um, and entertainers that enjoy Jimmy Fallon are going to want to get one. So it's going to be really cool to watch that project. Um, and, you know, just kind of watch it get away from us, too, as it gets more and more expensive.
0: Yeah, because I, I definitely don't have any BAYC. <laughs> I, I've even said from the beginning, I wasn't a huge fan of the BAYC art. And I, I have to stand by that because I've said it from day one. But I've always admitted that it seems like their community is, is something of like, I'm gonna say of a Cool Cats level. I know that B A Y C might have been around first, but I've never been in there, and the only thing I have to compare it to is Cool Cats. So I'm gonna say it is Cool Cat ish with how people really hang together. I mean, there for the longest when I first started, I was seeing ape follow ape. It just seems like everyone in there really like holds it down for each other, and I think that's awesome. And that's it really shows you know communities are what really drive some of these projects because b-a-y-c is any anyone that i've ever met that has an ape is super proud of their ape and they should be they 100 should be uh my buddy franklin has like 31 apes he's proud of every single one of them and he should be but yeah von miller little baby um jimmy fallon post malone they're they're really getting big with the names man uh it's good to see the not only their community but for NFTs as a whole to bring in names like that rather. And I like that Jimmy Fallon has really been tweeting about it. Uh, Von Miller was really active with his ape for a while. And Josh Hart, he's been pretty active in the community. You know, regardless what people think about him, he has been active. And now we have a a soccer player, uh, Daniel Got Hits. He's been uh, pretty active with the BAYC community. So yeah, man, it'll be cool to see where they go as far as uh, the future
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I I think as you add more and more celebrities to that effect just it continues to, to grow. So like the community will get stronger and stronger and stronger. And, you know, you'll have BAYC events where, you know, like Post Malone's performing and it's only them that can go to this event, right? So the value just keeps growing and growing and growing. And I just think it's really cool. And I think that's, that's one of the fun things about NFT projects, right? It could be any project you're involved with can can start growing like that. And you know, uh, we we finally get a chance to enter in at the ground floor, right? You don't have to be a, an investor, you don't have to be a venture capitalist to invest in these smaller projects, uh, but you can reap reap the benefits that that they will provide. You know,
0: it's it's funny that you said that because not only do I feel like Post Malone would be the kind of guy to uh, hold a concert for like BAYC holders or whatever NFT he also owns but um, the NFL kind of did the same thing with that. Um, people were tweeting about it. I read about it online last night where some qualifying games, you can go to the game and then you can kind of claim kind of like a, a Pope system, but you can claim your um, a ticket to show, I guess, validation that you were at the game, but there will also be A uh, platform, I guess, where you can buy and sell these tickets. I know uh, a good example was like the Thanksgiving game. Uh, If you go to that game in person, then you can claim a ticket showing that you would be there. The only negative thing that I really would have to say about that from what I was reading is it would be on the Polygon network.
1: So, yeah, I, I think it's it's interesting, but I think. It'll be a, it'll be a flex regardless too. I think, you know, Polygon's nice because it's cheap and free or like low gas fees and stuff like that. Um, I think it'll be, it's a good alternative side chain. It's just unfortunate that it's just full of scams right now. Um, But at the end of the day, I think having an NFT is is really cool, especially some popes. Like imagine if you go to a game and just like, it becomes the best game of all time or everyone's talking about it. You not have a pope to like prove you were there, right? That's just so cool
0: no that would be neat and I think they're going from what I read on there they're going to try to do something with um, dapper and top shot to to possibly do something in the same realm where they do like an NFL highlight now nobody quote me on that but uh <laughs> just from, from what I was reading they they kind of want to do their own highlight for football kind of like how uh, basketball was doing with NBA so if they did that I think it would be really neat especially if you went to a game and say you saw uh, Tom Brady throw a touchdown and you could get the moments from that game I always thought that would be so cool
1: Absolutely, yeah, and I think if you zoom out too, like what that means for the broader NFT marketplace, uh is it's just going to introduce even more people into the space. I think Top Shot was amazing for that. It got a lot of NBA fans into the NFT space, where it's not necessary you don't have to be a crypto native person or you have to be, you know, learning about blockchain every day. You can be an NFL fan and still get into NFTs. I think it's it's the gateway for most people to come onto blockchain, come onto Ethereum. So. I think that's just very bullish for the future of nfts and ethereum
0: 100 i agree with that and whenever it comes to those little um like how top shot did the basketball and how nfl potentially wants to do uh their highlights that makes me want to talk about uh quentin tarantino so the whole he had said i think uh, a week or two back that he was going to be doing exclusive scenes from his uh, old movie, Pulp Fiction. And that basically there was gonna be, I think, a collection of seven, I think seven uncut pieces. And the goal was to auction them off. And once he auctioned them, they were gonna be secret NFTs, meaning uh, like the content would be hidden only for the owner. Well, he came out and said that a lot of people were happy with it. And then I think this week, uh, the Hollywood studio Miramax decided they were going to come through and file a lawsuit, uh, (laughs) accusing him of like copyright infringement. And, uh, what else was it? It was like trademark infringement and unfair competition. So it's, it's going to be interesting to see like how Miramax could step in and stop Tarantino or potentially stop Tarantino, I'm wondering if maybe a NFL player can come in and be like, hey, I don't want that played. Like for example, let's say in NBA, someone gets crossed over and someone crosses me, I fall and I end up on someone's <laughs> top shot highlight. Could I then step in and be like, hey, I kinda don't want that one played. If you, if, if you put that out as a top shot moment, could they sue? Like I I'm I'm wondering what's going to start going into further because Tarantino did make the movie, but yet I mean Miramax gets to come in and say no, nah, you can't do this. So now it's totally scratched.
1: Yeah, I think the whole concept is really interesting. It's going to be it's going to be something to follow, you know, for years to come because blockchains are inherently censorship resistant, right? So they shouldn't be able to you know, shut down a project or stop a project from happening. I think since there was a single point of failure in Tarantino, um, so they could go directly to somebody to sue. I think that's where it fell, fell short. But if you look at the crypto funks project, um, the decentralized project that is as genuinely a copy of the crypto punks, but it's still sustained because blockchains are censorship resistant, right? So they might've got kicked off on OpenSea, they might've got kicked off a rarible. um, But, they were able to build their own front end that's not hosted by a central party um, and just allow this project to flourish even though they had been kind of sued, but there's no way to this, to stop this project because it's on a blockchain. So it'll be interesting to see how this one evolves. I think because there's a single point uh, or a person that you can kind of point to to sue, that's where the issue comes. But let's say he gathered a group of people to try to start this project or something like that um they're, they're all anonymous they do it on the blockchain i don't see why it can't still be an nft and he still can't you know benefit financially from it as long as it's anonymous so it'll be interesting to see how it plays out
0: i think tarantino needs to hire you pete because it seems- yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but no I, I did hear you mention like uh like funks uh what's your thoughts on like these uh projects who i mean whenever i first started anybody who had a successful project it seemed like the next day there was a fast food version or a baby version or a flipped version or pixel version like i mean that was like the thing and i still see it here and there like uh the babies this or the fast food this but what was your whole your whole thought on that craze man that was a while.
1: yeah i think i think it's interesting i think the direct copycats and everything—it like, depends on how the narrative plays out. So I think with crypto funks, it was slightly different than you know a traditional copycat. These these guys were coming; they had kind of—I don't know—an interesting story behind it, where they kept getting delisted. They were trying to get on it. Um, they were you know this copycat project, but they were the one singled out by OpenSea, right? So there's so many copycat projects, and how come only this one? Kicked out of it and kept getting sued and getting delisted. So, and then, like, because of that, because they were singled out, they kind of developed this community around blockchain against censorship resistance. Um, how can we do this around the middlemen? Um, which is pretty much everything that a blockchain stands for and all that crypto stands for is you know, this is censorship resistance. We're here. We're not going to let, you know, a single entity kind of shut it down. So, I think that project's interesting just because of the narrative, not necessarily because of the art or anything like that, but the community and the narrative around it is, is very interesting. But I think that's partially why some of the other copycat projects won't do well, because you know, they're literally there as cash grabs, you know, as whereas CryptoFunks is trying to stand for a different, different approach. So um, a lot of stuff out there that tends to be copycats and I, I don't particularly want to get involved. but. Um, it's all about the narrative sometimes.
0: Yeah, these these copycats and these. There's been so many times where I've been in a project and I've been like, oh man, this is not this is not me. Or the project where uh, I'll get on their Twitter, they'll have forty thousand followers, but somehow only manage to get like five retweets, and I'm like, oh man, this is an awful. Look. So yeah, <laughs> it's it's been a here recently for me. I honestly can say I haven't bought anything since. Oh, probably around that whole Dead Fellas Halloween uh, ordeal. Whenever they had the like the party in Decentraland, which by the way was amazing. Uh, big shout out to Dead Fellas. They've been doing really good since they've pushed off. I remember a lot of people were scared that um, it was kind of like, yo, these are Halloween ish based. But once they pushed that new roadmap, I think actually the day of Halloween. Uh, had the Decentraland party, had the different collaborations with Ghost, um, Cool Cats, all these great uh servers, and then Steve Aoki held a concert. It really showed people that uh I think Deadfellas is really here for the long haul. Um I think it's too early to call most of these things blue chips because anything can happen. But um as far as Doodles, Cool Cats, Deadfellas, I do think that they're here for the the long run with this i'll say that the long run with this they've been doing fairly well
1: yeah and i I think it it kind of shows you that it's not necessarily a hundred percent about the style or about the art it's about the community it's about the team Mm -hmm. and when you can build a strong community really anything's it's endless right because like if you think about even some of the tokens they have such a strong following that doesn't come with you know a picture you know but they still have this huge community and because of that because um, of that large and strong community, they might flourish. You know, um, so I think there's so many different things that go into a successful NFT project, and I agree with you. I think, I think there's bright futures for all those projects.
0: Yeah, when it when it comes to the what goes into it, I, I've learned that the like we said earlier, community is the biggest thing because I've personally seen art with um, that I think is really good until I get in the server. Um, I'm not saying everywhere has to be child friendly cool cats does a great job of being friendly for all ages they don't allow cussing but um whenever i hop in a server and it's just like constant constant like spamming a floor or even other things like just total negativity just people being provocative no real moderation um those things i can tell because then i start immediately thinking like what in let me think of it from an investor standpoint what person would want to bring their company in here or show their company this server and be like okay this is what we're investing in and the whole time they're reading it it's just nothing but negative or just nothing but the next person downing the next one and it's that's why i feel like i can like i've even showed my mom cool cat several times and she loves it like she has a sticker of my cool cat on her car so i mean it's just little cool things like that being able to share I, i love it man
1: but, yeah, and I think I think that goes with the sustainability factor too, right? If you don't like being in the oh, yeah. Discord, then are you going to stay? Like, probably not. You know, so even if you can get flip pro- quick profits and stuff, it just won't be sustainable.
0: And these aren't projects that pulled. I know for the last, I'd say two months, one month there for a bit, uh, there for a while. It was pixel art, and then I would say majority of last month, even coming into this month, um, the word DAO was thrown around so much that you could basically put that on your name or put that on a project and it was like an automatic point two point three project straight out the gate and I thought that was the most even my friends in real life would be asking me about these projects and I'm just like man that's not what you it's th- not what you think it is in a month will not be around all these dows that were popping up like don't get me wrong the ones that are around like i like i love pixel vault the people that are actually trying um i remember the ghost server did a dow and they uh were in an auction and they really tried stuff like that I, uh, i think that's super awesome but just putting dow at the end of your name or the end of your project just to get some sales and then either leave or maybe forget about the project that was a big thing and that people need to watch out for still to this day because i mean when it comes to these tokens it's not as easy as everybody tries to make them out to be it's not gonna be like i believe who has bananas kongs yeah yeah kongs has bananas and um people would like to use it for passive or whatever but i mean they built a good community around that i mean not everybody can just pop out of nowhere and make a token worth 50 to 100 bucks. Yeah. And uh, I think that's, Coolcatch has a, a good chance. Yeah,
1: definitely. I think, I think that's a good point you make with the whole DAO, adding DAO to the name. It reminds me of like the early, of you know the internet right people would start yeah. adding com to the end of their, <laughs> their company name and then they were instantly like investors would just throw money at them so it, it feels like that but i think there's a lot of promise with dows uh and you know decentralized organizations running nft projects so i think that's gonna be something really cool um I mean, i'm not surprised that a lot of people are kind of jumping on the hype now but you got to try to try to walk through all that noise and figure out what's what's the real project
0: percent And I do want to say though, before we, uh, before we exit out of here for the day, man, and wrap everything up, is there any, any people that, um, that you wanted to, to, to mention or that you've been watching recently? And is there any projects that are on your radar or that you, uh, are just thankful for being a part of?
1: Yeah, I definitely want to give a shout out to the cool cats community. That was my first project. And I think I'll be a cool cat holder for my life. So Huge shout out to that team, and I'm gonna keep looking at them, jumping in the Discord um and just following that project um throughout all the waves it has. I, I'm just so bullish about that project. I think there's so much good stuff coming down the pipe. Um so just I love the project and want to shout out to, to all my cool cats out there.
0: Oh yeah, man. I, I love that, man. And that, same with me, man. I've been in there and seeing what they have. I'm actually excited for this uh this town hall in a couple hours. So I mean I'm this will probably air monday so i'm sure we'll be knowing what was said by then but pete i i really appreciate you coming on here for the first episode um i I was a little nervous i can't lie but but you helped me out with everything man it's it's a beautiful thing seeing you in cool cats seeing you in doodles and once again thank you for my second cool cat man without you wouldn't have made it possible bro so thank you for everything and and thank you for coming on here today man
1: anytime sniper thanks for having me man
0: hey no problem and for everybody else uh what i'm actually going to be doing here soon i'll probably be doing these episodes once a week Uh, i'll try to record early on in the week and then try to air like this one will air on monday so hopefully if i can continue the same exact schedule we'll do it early in the week Uh, the air time and then record later in the week keep on doing that only once a week for now hopefully we can uh maybe move to two times a week depending on how busy it gets but with the holidays and stuff coming up we'll just have to see how that goes but uh everybody that tuned in or that listened today i I greatly appreciate it and again thanks to pete and i cannot wait to see you guys on week two y'all take care man